What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode two of the weekly breakdown. My name is Josh. And I'm Taylor. And we are the WDW couple. And uh, we normally do a lot of theme park videos mm -hmm. and cruising. And uh, I've started a, a running series, and Taylor has done some makeup. And we are now doing the podcast. This is something very new to us, but we have been wanting to do this forever. So we are so excited to get this thing started. We are. Um, definitely something new and, and different. And then this week's episode, we're going to be talking about moving to Florida. Because if you don't know, we are not from Florida. We're actually from Pennsylvania. Central Pennsylvania, that is. Central PA. <laughs> yes, we sir. We don't talk like that there. Uh, I mean, maybe. How would you know? Yins. Um, but each and every week, this episode is brought to you by Gold Gal Getaways. Uh, no matter where you're planning your next destination vacation and whether you have big kids, small kids, or no kids at all, uh, Gold Gal Getaways has an agent who can help you plan your next destination vacation, whether it's here to Florida or California or Tokyo or Japan. Wait, Tokyo's in Japan or around the world. Doesn't matter. Uh, you can click on the link down in the description below or head on over to goldgalgetaways.com and uh, submit a free quote yeah. and uh, somebody will get back to you. All the links that we talk about in this podcast, you can find in our show notes on our website at the www.couple.com. Yes. Uh, we are also looking for other sponsors to help support our channel. Um, and the podcast. And the podcast as well. So uh, if you would be willing to do so, you can send an email to the couple one at gmail.com. Um, and put in the, why do I always forget about this? Yes, the subject line as sponsorship. And uh, we will get back to you uh, with that as well. And don't forget in January of 2020, on the 26th of January, actually, we are going on our very first Royal Caribbean cruise. And this is going to be a group cruise with us. We are going to be sailing on the Harmony of the Seas from the 26th of January to February 2nd. And this is a seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise. We would love for you to join us. You can book your cruise with Gold Gal Getaways. You can just fill out the, the quote form that is in our mm -hmm. show notes. And we would love to have you come with us on our cruise. We're going to be doing a bunch of activities. We did a video just last week of basically not everything. everything. Well, but most things that we will be able to do while we're on the ship together. Yeah, yeah. So specifically, just talking about things that we are going to try to do uh, as a group, like yeah. rock wall climbing and the abyss, the abyss, and ice skating. Yeah, Ooh, it's ice be skating, fun. laser tag, <laughs> um, and a bunch of other really cool things that they have going on. Um, next is Run Disney. If you guys don't know, and as I had mentioned earlier, I've started a new uh, series. I want to call it like a run Disney series, but I would really like it to evolve into like more of like a health and fitness type of deal. But uh, this year I'm doing the dopey training. I'm doing the dopey challenge and I'm doing the dopey training uh, for mm -hmm. that. And I'm doing this for charity this year. It is with the Dragon Master Foundation. They are mm -hmm. working towards finding a cure for childhood brain cancer. Um, it's a great foundation. They're doing a really great job. And if you would be willing to, uh, there is a link in the description down below um, for you to donate. And if you can't donate, that is totally fine. Um, no big deal. If you could maybe instead just share that with uh, somebody that you know, maybe a friend or a family member. Um, and if not, like I've said before, you know, I'm so grateful for all of the support that you guys have shown me so far. Um, it's been it's been very uplifting. You know, I've uh, I've already fallen off the wagon 
as I mentioned in two episodes ago. Taco Bell. Actually, it was Five Guys. Oopsie. But way to throw me on the bun beefy under the Fritos bus again. Burrito. Yeah, beefy Fritos burrito, four hundred eighty <laughs> calories or something like that. Like a he thousand, said, he's never gonna eat one of those again. A thousand milligrams of sodium. <laughs> That's unreal. I'll definitely eat one again. There's no doubt about but that. But anyway, I'm actually. Um, Josh said he's fallen off the wagon. This is only our second podcast, and I'm falling off the wagon. I totally dropped the ball. Right now, it's supposed to be our video clip of the week. And I totally forgot to find a video clip of the week. So basically what we're looking for are some sort of travel or vacation type videos. They can be funny. They can be serious, whatever. But we would love submissions from you guys to see, you know, what has happened to you or somebody else while you were on vacation or traveling or wherever. Um, and then we just want to be able to discuss it a little bit, you know, what happened in the video. So last week we talked about the cruise ship hitting the dock in Venice, which was very crazy. But we do want to see what all you guys have seen out there. And you can send us that in an email, the WDWCouple1.com. At gmail.com, sorry. Yeah, gmail.com. Uh, the, the gmail part's probably important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would make it an email. <clears throat> Moving on to this week's top stories. Uh, first, we're going to be talking about bush gardens. Um, as we said earlier, we do a lot of theme park stuff. We live in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we want to talk about what is going on around the theme parks. And this week in bush gardens, we were talking about summer nights. Um, basically, this is just extended park hours for the summer. Um, and it's every night up until August 11th. And they're doing fireworks Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We have never seen fireworks before not. over there at Bush Gardens. Uh, that would be pretty yeah. cool to see. It would be cool to see from on top of Tigris. Oh, oh did you gosh, see that I transition? Would get so I did? sick, like looking to the side on a roller coaster. No, you would never, <laughs> would. never, never. <laughs> no, but uh, yes, Tigris is uh, their okay. new steel roller coaster that just opened up, and it's fantastic. We were over there. We rode it quite a few times. It's yeah. a blast. It's crazy. Definitely, definitely worth. I don't know if just that one roller coaster coaster is worth the visit, but if you're needing a thrill, Bush Gardens, Bush Gardens is the place to do it. Yeah. So, And at SeaWorld Orlando, their animal care and veterinarian teams are proud to announce the birth of their 150-pound female Pacific walrus calf on July 3rd of this year to mom Caboodle and dad Garfield. And this is 16-year-old Caboodle's second calf, and this is actually the second walrus calf that has ever been born at SeaWorld Orlando and I believe that SeaWorld in general has only ever had four walrus calves born at their facilities which I think is uh yeah crazy 55 years 55 oh no in 55 in their 55 year history yeah I forgot about that um but Caboodle and the calf are doing well they have not named the calf yet they're actually uh taking suggestions for a name of their Mm -hmm. new little baby walrus it's so cute yeah, I think there was was there another place that was doing that with a draft or something? Maybe. I'm not really sure. <clears throat> All right, moving on to Universal Orlando. Passholder Appreciation Days uh, begins on August 12th with uh, multiple events, and there are discounts and benefits available from mm-hmm. August 12th through September. Um, I don't know much more about it other than that. Other oh, than there's a magnet. There's magnets and buttons. Um, yeah. The magnet you can pick up at the Universal Annual Passholder Lounge at Universal Studios. And does it say anything about uh, the tune And Tune Extra in Islands of Adventure. Oh, for the magnet? Um, yes. And uh, that's 
Uh, please be sure to check back August 1st. Uh, August 1st, you can check out all yeah. your password appreciation days, discounts, perks, and benefits. So uh, pretty cool. We, I don't know if they did that last year, we wouldn't know because we, we didn't, weren't pass holders last we didn't, year. Yeah, we didn't renew last year. We so. dropped the ball. Uh, it, was, it was a nice break. Anyway, on to Disney news. This is going to be just Disney news in general. Mostly this week we're talking about Walt Disney World stuff, but we wanted to leave it a little bit more open that we can talk about whatever in the Disney company is going on. So um, the 25th anniversary of the original Lion King movie is this year, and you can help celebrate that at Disney's Animal Kingdom with food, merchandise, a dance party with Timon and Rafiki. And we actually did a video about that last week, which I think we had a pretty good time at Animal Kingdom. Besides it being really hot, we got to experience some of the things they had going on there. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, we didn't try any food, but um, maybe we'll get back here and uh i got some really good video of uh, some little knackies the uh fire guy oh I like yeah that. josh that did good. get some really good video of the fire i'm proud i'm proud that of that festival one. of the lion king i am proud of that one yeah it was really good i agree with that in the 120 frames per second slow-mo anyway there's also a new lion king dooney and burke bag coming to animal kingdom actually it's already at animal kingdom now and um this is a while supplies last deal so um if you want that Lion King, Junie, and Burke bag. Get it while you can, <laughs> unless they have enough that they end up at Character Warehouse. <laughs> they also have a uh, Lion King Pandora charm at Ever After yep. Jewelry Company. They do, um, and it's not just a charm; it's charms, and oh, it's like charms. a whole. It's a whole Excuse collection, me. actually. Excuse they me. have like bangles and a necklace, and I'm pretty sure I saw like a ring. They got all kinds of stuff. It, it's actually really cute jewelry for this collection. Um, but we also wanted to talk a little bit about the Lion King live action movie. Um, we'll try and keep this as short as we can. I could probably do a whole Brief. podcast <laughs> on this if I was allowed, but um, I actually thought it was, I want to say really good, but I'm going to say I thought it was good um, because the beginning and every time James Earl Jones talked, I was like hit in the heart so emotionally. It just took me back to the animated film. And the opening of that movie was just so amazing with it literally was just like the opening of the animated film. It was. With the sun. It was almost the exact same. With the sun rising and then what really got me, I saw the sun rising, I heard the music and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just the same. It's awesome. And then like I just can't get it out of my head. The rhino is in front of the sunset and he stands up and like lifts and turns his head. And when he does that, that's the exact same thing that happens with the animated film. But this is with a real rhino and it actually looks so real. Like it was crazy. I was literally in tears. This was like not even 30 seconds into the movie <laughs> and I'm sitting even. there bawling was in my seat. But anyway, Josh looks over at me and he's like smirking at me because I can't control my emotions sometimes and yeah but I thought the intro and all the parts with James Earl Jones just because it took me back to my you know childhood of loving the Lion King but I will say that I was really trying to keep an open mind because like everything else in the world especially with like YouTube because we're so involved with that and Instagram and social media you have to be open to change 
Um, you can't just be stuck on one thing and only like yeah, something as one way. So you really do have to keep an open mind because if you are closed-minded, how are you going to be able to enjoy anything new? So I really tried to keep an open mind the whole movie. So I did really enjoy it, but I like the original better. I also like the original better. Well, um, I already knew you were going to say that because you looked at me during the movie and you said, do you actually like this? <laughs> and I couldn't I believe I, you said that. I don't think that's I said, literally, do you actually like this? That's said, literally the words that I you said, said. Do you really like this? Do you actually like this? Here, actually like visually, uh, one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. It was visually stunning. Oh, um, yeah, like the it technologically advanced, it was, it was like more, more than Avatar. Yeah, more than Avatar. Um, and I think what really speaks to that is um, just because that everything that you see in the movie is is or can be a physically real thing yes. um, that you can touch besides pride rock pride rock is not real um but basically everything but else rocks are real um you know avatar avatar is not real avatar is based on a fictitious place yeah pandora is not a real um, place but where but what makes this movie so great is also what makes this movie very poor and the fact that because everything is so lifelike um, the way that they, you know, yeah. made these animals, the way that they move because they are real to an extent. And, you know, I mean, that's what they were going for. You lose a lot of the emotion in the face that, that they can do in the animation. Hashtag spoilers. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I mean, you can see that also from the trailer. So I'm not really giving away yeah, any spoilers. I guess, but, but I didn't really watch the trailer. So I guess um, that's where I'm coming from. So, yeah, but it. So you lose a lot of the emotion in the face. I, I think that, you yeah. know, that's just, that's kind of what happens to me was more of like watching the Disney nature series where it is real animals. I mean, they look real and they, and then you just have a narrator over top kind of telling a story. Um, so for me, I mean, visually amazing, but connection level just, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. I do think it was still good, um, you know, from a different perspective of live animals versus yeah cartoon animals and to actually see how different it can be and i mean and i liked the people who were doing the voice like the voice actors were great yes they were but again at the same time you lose the connection between the voice actors and with the animals because you just cannot they can't portray that emotion on a real animal right because they just can't do that right so whenever you know the characters you know kind of you can hear in their voice like they're excited you can't see that excitement in the animal's yeah. face, whether it's you can a little bit, but not like Kumbo, in the animated Simba, film. Yeah. So, and if they did make it look more real, like more animated on these real animals, it would look so fake. It probably and people, would not. People would be like, good, so. "This is so fake." Yeah, probably. So, I mean, it was a, you know, a double-edged blade almost. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it was tough. It was but. still a good movie. I'm sure it'll still do pretty well, but. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on. The Skyliner at Walt Disney World is going to be officially opening on September 29th, according to Disney. Now, there have been multiple rumors that it's going to be opening the day before Galaxy's Edge and Food and Wine Festival on August 28th, but it has been confirmed by Disney. That's not the case. It's going to be on September 29th, but... It, I mean, things could change. You just never know. But as of right now, that's the date that they have released. I, I think um, I think the big kicker is what does the construction look like over at International Gateway? Oh, yeah. For that That'll Skyliner entrance. Because um, that security checkpoint was very, very small. And it yeah. was a very small uh, 
and now, now small you're bringing, entrance for the park. Yeah, and now you're bringing in guests from another area that yeah. you know, is probably not used to handling that. Yeah, so. it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, next is free dining has been released um, for fall and holiday seasons at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, by the time that you're hearing this, it is probably all sold out. It almost it, goes. Yeah, probably. It goes pretty quickly. Like The first day couple of, of days, yeah, it's yeah. gone. Um, and... Um, but just in case, if you are wondering, uh, dates that are available are September 1st through the 18th, November 17th through the 27th, and December 8th through the 23rd, all in 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, the list would be shorter to tell you what's not included than what is included for resorts. Almost everything is included for the dining plan mm-hmm. and the quick service. And uh, as always, you can um, pay the difference and upgrade to deluxe dining if you would like to do that as yeah. well. So. Um, I know a few people in the Facebook group had said that they had gotten their free dining uh, change, so good for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I also heard that in some cases, free dining was actually increasing the overall price of the vacation because um, it was taking into new resort prices that had uh, just increased. So always keep that in mind. Usually not all the time, but sometimes resort discounts actually save you more money than the free dining plan. Yeah. So that's actually, sorry, shameless plug. That's one of the good things about having a travel agent like someone from Gold Gal Getaways because they can get you the best deal and you don't have to worry about it. So if free dining is going to save you more money, they'll get you the free dining as long as it's available during your trip dates or if free dining is not going to save you more money than a room discount, they'll get you the room discount. And you don't have to worry about it because they'll take care of it for you. But anyway. Moving on. <laughs> um, Tony's most merriest town square party is returning to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this year. And this is going to be $99 a person. There will be an assortment of themed food and beverage offerings. This will be during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. From 9.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m., which is actually 30 minutes past part closing time for the Christmas party. So you get 30 minutes extra kind of hanging out in there and having your food and drinks. Um, And you also, one thing that's a really nice perk of this is getting a special viewing area of Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. One of my favorites. I love seeing the toy soldiers. The toy soldiers are pretty good. That is one of our favorite parts. Um, but we've never done this before, so it would be interesting for us to maybe think about trying it this year. Yeah, I think I think we'll probably end up pulling the trigger on it and doing it. So, Alrighty, cool. Um, and then also, of <laughs> course, uh, speaking of the Christmas party, don't forget that tickets are on sale. They have been on sale. I think they went on sale in like April or something like that. It was like, a little while ago. Ridiculously early. Oh, yeah, um, it's always early. But yeah, so tickets are on sale. They have a new fireworks show, Mickey, or uh, yeah, Mickey. Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks show hosted by the one and the only Minnie Mouse. Um, and that will celebrate the magic of Christmas with melodies of beloved holiday songs. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Copyright claim, <laughs> copyright claim. All right, um, moving on. Yeah. So we've got some world travel news. And this is basically, I think most of these things are actually in the U.S. as of right now. But... This is basically just things that we found interesting in the news, like, for this week. So, this is just, like, random anything and anything, anything and everything that deals with traveling, basically. So, first thing here, I actually let Josh talk about this because he's been there more than me. 
And uh, just a just a quick, if you continue to see me yawning, we are recording this one a little late tonight. We so. actually just went and saw the Lion King before we recorded this. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I am I am slightly tired. If you see me yawning, but more importantly, a new roller coaster is debuting um, in Pittsburgh. This is a amusement park that I've gone to quite a few times living yeah. back home in PA, I've and only it is been called there once. Kennywood. Yeah, Taylor's been there one time. The one time that Taylor went, it was me, Taylor. My brother Matthew, my brother Ethan. Yep. Mackenzie my sister and Mackenzie Jillian. and Jillian. And I think at the time, boy. They were little. They were they were all pretty little. So. Josh and I thought we were adults and we took the four of them. Oh my gosh. Well, I was what, maybe nineteen? Maybe. That was the day that Mackenzie kept running off. Oh man, that was But anyway, let's talk about the moves. Yeah. Anyways, they have a brand new roller coaster that is debuting. It is called the Steel Curtain, um, and it is a homage to the city's football team or the the city's uh, yeah football team. And it contains a, a record-breaking nine inversions. Nine. That is a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely very thrilling, I'm sure. And hopefully, I'll be able to get back home at some point. And, and this that. roller coaster. Guess what colors it is? It's does? black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black yeah, yeah, and yeah. yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> Copyright I haven't heard in- that song in years. Copyright infringement. Here we go. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so American Airlines has canceled Boeing 737 MAX flights until November, following two deadly crashes in Ethiopia and Indonesia. Since the Ethiopian crash, experts from Boeing have worked timelessly alongside FAA officials to find an answer. Boeing actually has just announced that it found a software fix for the glitch that allegedly caused both crashes. So according to the airline, this is going to account for a lot of cancellations, 2,100 in September and 2,900 in October. And American Airlines has said that they are confident that the software update and new pilot training protocols are going to be more efficient. So, And that's why we fly southwest we also fly southwest because we get um two free bags two free bags a carry-on and a personal item this episode this should be sponsored this episode was not (laughs) sponsored by southwest um i don't want to talk about this one you can talk about this one oh okay whatever um so josh doesn't want to talk about this one because he's an outdoorsman if you haven't figured that out about him already um a basically a new 40-tent glamp site, if you've never heard of glamping. Oh, that just hurts me to hear that. Glamping. Glamp site. I want to go glamping. Anyway, um, it's this glamp site is compromising. Comprising? T- it oh. doesn't compromise anything. <laughs> it's comprising. Compromises, <laughs> compromises real outdoorsmen's <laughs> souls when it compromises. <laughs> Dear goodness. It's comprising cabins, huts, and tents in Ridgedale, Missouri. So... Um, is Missouri in the South? <laughs> wow. We're just going to keep moving Josh right along Josh is a geography here, major in college, we're, and I have gonna, no idea what I'm talking about. Right anyway, it's possible to reap all the benefits of communing with nature without giving up amenities of a high-end hotel. Josh would not agree with this, but I do. No. And this is actually an extension to the popular wilderness resort, Big Cedar Lodge, which was opened by the founder of Bass Pro Shops in 1988. I would actually love to go check out this place, but I'd have to find somebody to go with me because I already know Josh would say no. I'll tell you, uh, camping for me, um, I used to do it in PA in the middle of wintertime. And I think uh, me and my buddy Tyler went, we took a 
plastic tarp. That was it. We built we built a little. Yes, uh, they did. I heard about this. Yeah, we built a little thing. Survived. <sighs> it's crazy. That's real wow. camping. All right, real camping. Okay. Uh, next article is a Florida man was called to catch a Chicago gator in Chicago. Uh, it was a five-foot alligator known as Chance the Snapper and was spotted in a lagoon on July 9th. It and they wasn't called, Chance the Rapper? They called a guy named Frank Robb from Florida to trap the gator after five days of locals trying to lure it with things like chicken and peanut butter. Um, I can only imagine skits of the Three Stooges or some type of crazy key and peel skit of guys trying to capture an alligator with chicken oh and peanut butter. Um, Come here, Chancey. They apparently bust people uh, from the suburbs to watch this guy capture it. And whenever they did, or whenever he did, uh, there was a lot of cheering that went on. So hey, they actually you. took the alligator and transferred it down here to Florida. Um, they did. To uh, St. Augustine at an alligator farm, zoological park. Um, pretty cool. A little uh, bit crazy. Uh, I yeah. wish I could have seen the people being busted. <laughs> I'm actually a little surprised that it wasn't euthanized because uh, usually... Sometimes they, they have that, to do that's that. kind of what they have to do. So yeah. kind of nice to hear that. that that's yeah, that they, they just got to transfer it instead. So. Um, so this is really cool. And this is actually local for us. So I kind of hope that we can try this out. Um, there is a pop-up pokey bar coming to Orlando this fall. So um, basically there's going to be some drinks and food that are like Pokemon themed. And this is October 26th and 27th at an undisclosed location so we don't know where it's going to be at yet but you do have to have tickets and they are first come first serve and in our show notes we will have a link to the pre-sale tickets and if you are under 21 and you still want to go you can you just have to have an and you have to have a responsible adult to go with you clearly i'm not responsible because i can't even speak it's a real bar it's late it's a real bar it is late uh, all right, so that's going to conclude the news for this week. And basically all these news articles that we talk about, the majority of them, you can read more about them on our website at the WDWcouple.com. We try to post quite a bit weekly on our um, website about things that are going on. Actually, not weekly, like every day about things that are going on in the parks and wherever. Yeah. Things we find interesting. So, All right. This week's breakdown, moving to Florida. This is a question that we get asked literally all the time, whether it's through Twitter or on Facebook or in comments or even being asked in the park when people see us. Um, It was very unorthodox uh, the way that we did it. I wouldn't recommend doing it the way that we did it. but um, It really actually worked out quite well for us. I mean, it worked out perfectly, but it was definitely not the best way to go about it. so let's we uh, had the perfect storm i feel like yeah yeah we did we did um but well let's uh let's give the history a little bit on it some background information um so little details about me and part of the reason why we moved um was my job um which at the time i was working out of our pittsburgh office um but still living back home in central pa so i was if i was in the office i was commuting two and a half hours but most of the time, I was um, working down in West Virginia, basically Monday to Friday. They had a, a house down there that was rented for me and two other guys. And uh, and that's, I mean, I basically lived down there for like a year and a half, almost two years. Monday to Friday. Um, Monday to Friday. 
and uh, which is pretty rough. Pretty rough on any relationship, I think. A long-distance relationship is, is very difficult. I still can't believe we did that. But... <laughs> we um, made it! We did make it. I think I started that job in like 2014. Uh, we got married and moved in 2016. Yeah. So yeah, I did it for... It was while I was in nursing school. I did it started. for over two years, which is, which is pretty tough. Um, Taylor and I had been together for... Ever? Six years at that time? At least. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so, you know, it, it was tough. It was definitely difficult. Um, stressful, especially if, like, something happened to Taylor. It wasn't like I could just run home. You know, I had about a four-and-a-half, five-hour drive straight from the from the house in West Virginia. Luckily, though, we had – I have a big family, and Josh has a big family. Yeah. So I had a lot of, like, support at home yeah. when he wasn't there. If something happened. But, um, but, yeah, so there was that, and that was working – Monday to Friday, basically, while our company was trying to expand, as any company, big company does, um, working for a consulting firm, they wanted to branch into something new. And to do so, they needed somebody to step up and do that stuff. So me and another guy said that, hey, you know, if, if we can't get anybody to do it, then that's, you know, we'll, we'll do it. Um, unfortunately, uh, I thought it was going to be slightly better, I think, at first, because I wasn't going to be in West Virginia. I was going to be in the eastern part of Pennsylvania. But it was uh, six days a week, Monday to Saturday, working like 12-hour shifts, um, which was even more rough. But it was pretty tough. It was it was very difficult. And so whenever I came home and told Taylor that, uh, well, she was like, yeah, that, well, that's not going to happen. We're, we're not going to do that. <laughs> but... With that being said, that was um, only half of the half of the reason for for why we moved. Yeah, Josh had been mostly Josh had been wanting to move south, and I was agreeable to it eventually. I didn't really want to move quite yet, and we had talked about moving to like Charleston, South Carolina, because we had gone on vacation there before, and we really liked it there. Um, but we also kind of liked Florida because we knew it would be good weather. We wouldn't have to live in the snow. And one thing though was I just didn't really want to go yet. So, um, I was working as a nurse and I got the job that I really wanted. Like I was so happy. It was like my dream job basically that I got as a brand new nurse. Um, and then I started working night shift because I had to at that job and I literally hated it. Um, I only got to see Josh on the weekends, but then I was tired because I was working night shift and crazy days. My schedule was all over the place. And it was also a job where um, you were supposed to be actually rotating. I was supposed to be rotating like six weeks days and six weeks nights. I was on nights for six months. Yeah, I think that probably would have been a little bit easier. It would have been. I didn't mind the rotating when I was doing it, but it just wasn't happening because I don't know. Anyway, um... There was this, we had been talking about moving to Florida and I just really wasn't ready to do it yet. And finally, this one day I got finished with work. And in that morning, when I got finished at 7am after a 12 hour shift, I was told I needed to be back at 10am for a skills fair. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. And they're like, it's the last day of skills fair. You got to go. So I went home to my two dogs. Jazzy was a couple years old and Sully was a brand new puppy at the time our two little Pomeranians and I couldn't sleep because I had to take care of them Sully wanted to play Jazzy wanted to play they had been asleep all night 
and they just wanted to play and go outside and whatever because it was almost summertime and so I didn't sleep because whenever I laid down on the couch they were both sitting there crying and I drove over to the hospital I remember crying on the way to the hospital because I forgot my sunglasses and I hadn't slept all night it's 10 in the morning now and I'm driving back to work and (laughs) my eyes were watering because I forgot my sunglasses and it was so bright because it was like in the morning so I'm crying now because I can't see because my eyes were watering and I got to the hospital got myself together did the scales fair it was totally fine it's at the end I'm talking to a girl there she's asking me how everything was going and I'm like yep I'm gonna break down I literally just started crying she's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry we like went out in the hall we talked and I'm just like it's not your fault I'm like but I just don't know if I can keep doing this so went home and I called Josh on my way home and he was like do you need me to come home I'm like yeah I need you to come home so he did he left work and he came home it was like a Wednesday or Thursday I think because it wasn't um your weekend like time for your weekend yet yeah and um yeah Josh came home and I think my mental breakdown was like almost over by the time he got home (laughs) but yeah, and to put this on the perspective of a timeline, this was right about uh, May because beginning of May, I think. Um, because we were getting married in May, twenty mm-hmm. third, uh, twenty first. Oh, twenty first, twenty third Taylor's birthday of June. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I think it was like maybe late April, early May. Yeah. Um, you know, I was getting ready to prep for this new training for this stuff that we were going to do for, uh, for the expansion. Um, Taylor's working crazy night shift, uh, hours. And basically, you know, when I came home and I told her that, um, that weekend that, that I was going to be doing that stuff and that was going to be like six days a week. She literally, I think on a Sunday applied for like five, like no, that was after my breakdown. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like on that um, sun, like the Sunday after, right after like, all that happened, yeah. um, basically got on, you know, had said like we're that's it, like I, we're gonna see if we can do this. Yeah. Um, she got on and applied for like five or six hospitals and got three phone calls. The I next believe, day. The next day, which is crazy. I mean that that doesn't yeah. probably doesn't happen for a lot of people. Um, and the other thing was, I told Josh I wasn't moving unless I got a day shift only job. Yeah. All the jobs I applied for were day shift jobs. Yeah. And I got callbacks for three of the ones that, that I actually really wanted. Right. Um, and then on the other side of that, we have three offices in Florida. Um, so, you know, I, I did feel pretty bad that I was like, hey, I'll, I'll you know, step up and, and do this new thing. Um, and then Taylor's like, yeah, I got three phone calls and one of them has already basically offered me a job Yeah, i had a skype interview like that afternoon and they um, offered me the job on the skype call and this is all like maybe two weeks before the wedding yeah this is like right before um, our wedding <laughs> which was which was crazy um because you know I, we we didn't plan for this to happen at all but no. um i then had to start networking within the company and say hey i'm moving down to florida if any of the offices will take me in um that'd be great if not Oh, there's those sweet, sweet dogs that I was just talking about barking uh, their heads off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can actually hear them, though. Who knows what is going on right now? Oh, well. Um, That'll be all right. But, yeah, I mean, they... Um, <laughs> geez, these dogs are... <laughs> 
Um, but but basically, I said, you know, if, if you guys don't have something open, uh, you know, I'm leaving anyway. So I would like to stay with the company if I can. Yeah. Um, if not, you know, it is what it is. And uh, oh, my gosh. So then we got married, which was, uh, I think, for anybody, you know, I mean, you know, the day that you get married can be somewhat stressful, right? You know? Our wedding day wasn't really stressful. No, the night the, before was stressful. The night before was Our stressful. Our wedding is a whole nother no, podcast. I, I had a great time. I had a great time. Yeah, way, we know you did. Anyway, um, continue. Anyways, so we get married. Um, we go on our honeymoon. Literally. To Walt Disney World. Yeah, I think we left, what, day. Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. Um, for 10 days. So we left on a Sunday, yep. gone a whole week, and we come back on the next Wednesday. Yeah. That last day... Um, I got a rental car and I drove Taylor to another hospital in Kissimmee. Yep. And she interviewed there and they offered her the job there. Yep. We were getting in the elevator to go back downstairs after my interview. And she's like, I don't normally do this, but since you're here on your honeymoon and you traveled all the way from Pennsylvania, I'm willing to offer you the job right now. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. So we definitely did not make that move. Without knowing that one of us at least had a secure job. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important to note. And I wouldn't recommend that anybody make this move, especially from a place so far away, Yeah. Um, without at least having something like that secured. Yeah. Now, the other crazy part of that, too, is that um, you got that job, but then we go back. That's actually the job that I took wasn't even the one that I Skype interviewed and got offered. This was actually the second job I got offered. That was just closer to where we wanted to live. So I ended up telling the other place I didn't want the job and took the other job. Right. Um, But that was really, that worked out really nice. It did. It did. It it worked very, it worked out perfectly. Um, But the other crazy part of that is too, is that I was able to stay with my company. Um, But I, we got back on Wednesday. We started packing stuff up at the apartment. Um, We had a two bedroom apartment up there. And, um, I packed as much stuff as I could in my car at the time I was driving a Ford Focus SE hatchback, hatchback, baby. Oh, I love that car. He was, did love that car. Every was, time we see one, I'm like, Oh honey, there's I, a car. I, my heart breaks a little bit every time I see one. <laughs> it died. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I packed it up and I think I left Friday or maybe I left Saturday. I don't remember. I think I left Saturday. I think you left Saturday. Um, I, I left Saturday Drove the whole way through, stopped at like a rest stop in like Georgia or something like that to sleep and um, checked into a hotel by the office on Sunday and started work Monday morning. And for two weeks, basically looked for an apartment and. There were some funny things when Josh got down to Florida. So he kind of forgot, um, you know, he needed like. Well, hold on. Let's not jump the gun here. Um, he was staying in a hotel. I was staying in a, work put I was staying in a hotel. In. Um, and I'll tell you what, it was, it was very, um, it was very stressful. Cause like I was down there by myself, we you know, we're like making this move. Um, you know, I think I was having like some crazy anxiety levels going on there as well. Yeah. So, um, but it was stressful, but I basically had two weeks to try and find an apartment. And when I finally did, um, we found a place in Lakeland, which is kind of like mm-hmm. in between Tampa and Orlando. And a uh, funny thing is, is that, I think I had a pillow and the arrow bed and an air mattress, but I forgot sheets and, and, a, and a comforter. <laughs> I also forgot a towel. 
Um, the best part was, this is a funny story I like to tell, is that I wanted to go to the beach, but I didn't want to take a towel from the hotel for some reason. I don't know why. But I left my hotel, I think it was like on a weekend, maybe the first weekend that I was there, and I drove to St. Pete um, out to Clearwater and got in the water. Or no, before I did that, I was like, I don't have a towel. I have to go find one. So I drove around until I could find a dollar store because the Walmarts there were all the markets. Markets. They don't have like towels. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so uh that was pretty tough. Um finding an apartment that short notice is um something that I would I would tell you is that you have to be willing to give a little bit because you don't have a lot of options. Yeah. Um we couldn't find anything close to my where my job was gonna be. In such short notice. Um, that was both what we considered reasonable in price and in a yeah. decent area to live. And so, we wanted a two-bedroom apartment because that's what we, we had, had so already. much stuff. Yeah, we needed like the room, so, the storage area. Um, but yeah, so but we did end up finding something which was which was fortunate, and and I was fortunate because my company put me up in a hotel for two weeks. Yeah. To help me find that. So. Yep. So then Josh ended up flying home after those two weeks. And I was supposed to have packed the apartment up all by myself, and I did a very poor job. <laughs> uh, when Taylor says she did a poor job, I'm pretty sure it was like three boxes that were packed Oh, up. stop. It wasn't that bad, but it all was right. pretty bad. Five. Anyway, Josh came home. Picked him up, We picked him up at the airport, and uh, then we finished packing up the apartment. We put it all in a U-Haul, and... Josh drove the U-Haul, and his brother Matthew and I drove my car down, because your car was already in Florida. Right, at the airport in, yep. in a, at MCO. Yep, and uh, we drove down to Florida. Matthew and I had both the dogs in the car with us, and Jazzy couldn't handle that she knew Josh was in the vehicle in front of us the whole way down. Like, she was literally having anxiety the whole trip. And Sully just literally didn't give a crap. He laid back on this little... Nah, he's pretty chill. He literally didn't care. We, like laid out like all these blankets and pillows like on top of suitcases and stuff he just laid there literally the whole drive to florida didn't care at all but yeah we drove to florida and it was crazy it was and it was you know what we are like i don't know about josh but like i'm really close to my family and i was pretty close to his family too so it was like it was actually really hard moving and like you know, thinking about it when it was just the two of us at our apartment, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, we're moving. Like uh, my job's going to be so much better. I, you know, can work day shift. And then like when like my mom would text me or like we would go be with our family. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting emotional thinking about it right now. (laughs) I can tell. You know, like missing our family. Yeah. I think one thing that you have to get used to, at least we had to get used to was not being able to just like, you know, it's Tuesday night. Oh, we're going to go over to my mom's house or we're going to go over to Taylor's mom's house yeah. and eat dinner or something like that. You know I mean? Like, Oh yeah. We went when, to our parents' houses a lot for dinner. <laughs> well, I mean like when you make a move like this and you don't have any family that are, you know, close family that's nearby. Yeah. I mean, you really have to become self-reliant upon yourself because, yeah. um, you know, it's not cheap. I think that U-Haul was like a thousand bucks or something like at least. Fortunately, um, I did get moving costs with my job. Yeah. So that helped pay for a little bit of the stuff with getting down here. But I mean, that was still money that we had to have up front because I hadn't started my job to get right. that paycheck. That, that was yet. like a reimbursement basically. Yeah. Um, and it's tough, you know, but, 
you know, I mean, the reason the reason that we moved that that was basically part of it. Both of our jobs, um, the the job itself was good, but the conditions in which the job existed were not. Yeah. Um, you know, not to mention too, man, I hate snow. I hate. Well, I I like snow when it's fresh, but I hate winter. I hate the cold. Every I love day. being hot. I love every being single hot. day for like nine months. Yeah, I mean it's it's awful. It's awful. Everything's yeah. always gray and it's cold and it's, it everything's is. dead. And you get up in the morning and it's like if it snowed, I got to take extra time to go out and clean off my car, and then I'll probably clean off Taylor's car, and then I got to shovel the steps. <laughs> I don't want to talk about snow. I know, and it's like, <laughs> oh, but I mean, like, but that's part of the reason why we moved down. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you, like. When we first moved here, and you can ask Josh, like, you wouldn't have known this once we eventually started, like, our YouTube channel and stuff. I was, like, so emotional, like, every single day, not being able to just go to one of our family members' houses. Well, I mean, let's... Because we were doing that all the time, like, our whole lives. Yeah. And, you know, now it's, like, totally different because, you know, we're used to it. I talk to my family all the time. We FaceTime each other. We Snapchat and all that stuff. And, you know, we're just kind of used to the way we live now. And, I mean, we love the life that we have now. And it took us a while to get to where we are and have the things we have and doing the things that we do and being used to it like this. But It's nice having Disney so close. But understand something that if if you're going to be moving down here with that intent of like, oh, I'm going to be so close to Disney, it's going to be great. Um I don't think that you'll get tired of Disney, but something that you probably don't think about is not having people who are normally there to support you. Yeah. Um, that's probably the, like one of the biggest challenges that you're going to have to face, um, you know, both, well, not physically, but but mentally, you know, yeah. it's, it's a challenge because you don't just have somebody, like you just don't have yeah. friends, you know, like your friends just, because... You don't have friends here. I mean, unless you're lucky and you already know somebody who lives down we, here. Yeah, but... we both lived in our hometowns our whole lives. Yeah. So that's where our friends and our family were. You know, I mean, I have a friend that lives in Miami, but that's but in Miami. But that's still three hours away. You know, and um, so I think like the whole, almost the whole first year, six months maybe. For me, it was at least the whole first you know, year. Um, before we really like kind of made friends with people. Um, that we could hang out with. And and really the only reason that we made those friends was because we started the YouTube channel. It really was. Um, not to say that we wouldn't have made friends anyways, but... It's know, hard it, making friends as an adult. It, and it is. And if you don't it is. have that experience, it honestly it is. is. Um, especially because you're very limited on your choices of where you're going to find friends at, which is at your job. Yeah, it's not like you grew <laughs> up with the people you went to school with. And if you hate the people that you work with, well, then you're just SOL. Yeah. So it's very different as an adult. And we learned that and right. it took a while and it was hard and probably definitely more hard on me emotionally because I'm just a very emotional person. And Josh is, he was comfortable that it was just me, him and the dogs. And Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of a lone, lone wolf. He is, where I like crew. to have everybody around me. Taylor so. needs a lot of support in her life. <laughs> wow. Uh, At least I felt like I needed that. But now that we've been down here and it's just been us, you know, it's been much better. It took me a while to get there, but. <laughs> I'm more self-reliant than what Taylor is. Yeah. I can live on my own. I can survive. Wow. 
zombie apocalypse. Rude. Um, but yeah, so lessons, I don't know if there's really any lessons learned, but I would highly suggest if it is something that you are seriously considering. Even it's, if it's not moving to this area, if you're moving anywhere. Yeah, if you're moving anywhere, have a job, mm-hmm. something lined up that, that you have money coming into your bank account. Um, it doesn't have to be the career that you want, but you need to have something just because um, no matter the amount of savings that you have in your bank account, um, if you're really not prepared, you know, I mean, all kinds of things can go wrong between yeah. where you're starting and, and where you're trying to get to. So, um, and when you get there, it could be, it could be bad too. I think even that first year that we were down here, I think I had to go and spend like 600 bucks or $700 on like brakes on my car. Cause I had to get four new sets of brakes and rotors and all that. I mean, it's just, it's like little things that you don't think about. Yeah. And then like we both had to get our license plates changed. Oh and yeah. The registration. And That's we had expensive. to get our driver's license done. So like, those are all things that you have to consider. Yeah. It's, a lot of little extra costs that you don't really think about until you get there. So, right. Right. Because I mean, if you, you really got to sit down and think about cause, it. Because if you're moving here specifically and you want that annual pass with that Florida that's resident. That's a whole nother you know, that's additional you cost so. you got to add into all that. But uh, is that enough? Did we talk enough about that? I think we did. But I mean, we could always reminisce about how we got here and how we moved here. But yeah, we could. I think yeah. we really covered like pretty much everything, you know. Um, I mean, if you guys have questions, you can uh, ask us questions and we'll try to answer them the best that we can. But like I said, ours was very unorthodox. It happened very, very quickly. Like basically we we had less than 30 days to um, plan (laughs) what we were doing. Um, Yeah, it happened. It did. It was it was very scary. It was very my anxiety was like through the roof, especially when I got down here. When I was down here by myself in the apartment or in the hotel and I was trying to find an apartment. And I was getting really worried, like, I'm not going to be able to find a place. What are we going to do? Um, you know, but luckily I did. But um, but it's scary, you know. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I wasn't like I was like, oh, Oh, let me mention something else. I know we talked about it kind of like throughout this whole thing, but we didn't like specifically say. A lot of people ask, like, how did you move? How did you sell your house? That sort of thing. We were renting an apartment. Yeah. And then we moved to Florida and we were renting another yeah. apartment. So we didn't have to sell a house and buy a house. We just... You know, our lease was up, so we moved. And then actually, we, it wasn't. We we skipped out it was midway a, through. But we actually knew the people. It was actually my grandpa's cousin, who yeah. So they, the they were very nice. So they were very reasonable about us moving for our jobs. But anyway, we went from one lease to another lease. We didn't have to yeah. buy and sell, so that made it a lot easier. Yes, yes, it did. All right. And so that brings us to the meme of the week. <laughs> I like that better. (laughs) Whatever. So this meme of the week actually pertains to a couple different things that have been like hot topics lately. So first off, it this meme is related to Marvel. So in the Avengers, because the uh, last Avengers movie Endgame just came out recently, which was an awesome movie. And this also relates to the face app that a lot of people have been using on social media to make yes. themselves look old or see what their old self would look like. And they're actually really hilarious. Like my newsfeed has been blowing up on Facebook with what people look like when they're old. And so I was just scrolling through 
Facebook the other day and I found this meme and I thought it was perfect for us because we love the Avengers and this face app has been hilarious lately. So here's the meme. It is Robert Downey Jr. with the face app looking old. Chris Evans with the face app looking old. Chris Hemsworth with the face app looking old. And then Paul Rudd looking like himself with apparently the face app on, but he looks the same. And I think it's really funny because I looked a couple things up. Uh, Paul Rudd is actually 50 years old. and Oh, I did not know that he was he's that old. He's literally 50 years old. He was born in 69. But anyway, one of like the first films he was in that made him like famous was uh, Clueless in 1995, if you didn't know. I've actually never seen the movie, but um, I've heard of it just because of all these things that people talk about Paul Rudd. And anyway, uh, one of Paul Rudd's co-stars, Breckenmeyer, said that behind the scenes, uh, there were some things that helped Paul Rudd keep his youthful glow. And it was on the set of Clueless. They would come and they would get us like 20 minutes before set, Breckenmeyer said. And on Paul's trailer, they would knock like an hour beforehand because he had to finish sucking the lifeblood out of babies he takes in order to maintain his youth. So then he'd be camera ready. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. I think that's um, hilarious. But he, he's, uh, he could be part of the conspiracy of the uh, famous immortals. Yeah. Uh, if you've never heard of this, is a uh, conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Um, that a lot of celebrities today are immortals because it looks like they haven't aged in the last 20 years. Yeah. But Paul Rudd's um, one of them. Keanu Reeves is one of them. I think those people haven't ever heard of what's called plastic surgery or surgery in general um, because they can do a lot of really crazy things and make you look extremely young. But but they um, don't look like they've had plastic surgery. They literally look the same. Uh, Keanu, Keanu is probably one of the main ones. Keanu, definitely, you can tell that he's aged since... Um, but barely. Point, point Break, I think, uh, something like that. One of his movies from like the early, like late 90s. Um, Paul Rudd, if you look at Paul Rudd in this movie and look at him in uh, uh, the movie with the kids. I forget what it's called. Oh, man. So do I. Role Models. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you look at Paul Rudd in... Um, in this Avengers movie, and then look at him in Role Models, which was back in like 2008, I think. It was because it was the first movie Josh and I went and saw in the movie theater together. Yeah, um, <laughs> you can you can definitely see an age difference, but I mean, it is funny. It's funny to. Uh, but if you just look at a picture of him, you're like, wow, he looks like so good. He does for look his pretty age. good. He does. I mean, for 50 years old. But anyway, I thought this meme was hilarious. You know, it was me being from Meme Land and all. Um, and this week we are doing something a little bit different. We have a oh, yeah. photo um, that somebody had sent us. His name is Ryan. And he said that we are more than welcome to do this with his photo. Um, this is Ryan meeting Mickey during the most merriest, Mickeyest celebration for his birthday. And uh, Ryan most is... Merriest? Whatever. You know, it's for his birthday, which has been over for like two years now. <laughs> um, they're still celebrating it. But anyways, uh, this is him doing the meet and greet with Mickey, and uh, he's got this really weird look on his face as like Mickey it looks, looks like Mickey has a an autograph book maybe, um, and he's got his hand out funny. So we thought it would be funny to throw this up. Um, we will also post this in Twitter, in the show notes, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. 
um, for you to meme this. Or how does that go? Meme this photo. I think that'd be hilarious. Yes. Um, Should I say what I said earlier? What I thought, I was like, oh, meme this. I'm like, he's got this look on his face like, how many kids have you touched with those hands today? (laughs) Right? Like, so, yeah. It is pretty good. Um, But we do want to see what you would meme this because next week we will show you what some of you have memed this. Yeah, well, if uh, if people actually participate, we'll pick our favorite ones, maybe like a handful, and uh, yeah. we'll show them and talk about them. Oh, yeah. This meme of the week, though, was pretty good. That was pretty good. I about died with it the was. face app. And uh, I think this episode was pretty good. I, I liked it. Uh, like I said, if you guys have any questions, let us know about moving to Florida. We'll try to answer those. Yeah. Um, but... That's the weekly breakdown. Yeah.